All right, so today we're here with EcoShield Texas. This is New Line's first podcast. Um, they provide eco-friendly home and office and auto cleaning. They're celebrating one year in business in February. It's awesome. Um, today we have the CEO, Cesar Flores III, and then the COO, Ethan Quigley. That's right. Quigley, is that right? <laughs> first try. Um, so tell us a little bit about your company, what y'all do. So um, I would label us as a general and post-construction services company. Um, we've made a lot of pivots since we first started. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's been crazy. Um, being here in, in the New Line property has been a crazy new transformation, basically. I mean, we started at a home office. We shared a desk. Mm-hmm. Ethan sat on a couch oh, wow. as his office chair. <laughs> we started out with a couple like um, couple of uh, notepads, like just legal pads. We were just making notes about what we are going to do. Um, when we first started, we thought we were going to be like fogging cars for COVID. That's like, that was like the whole, the whole gig. Um, and then like looking at us now, um, doing our services for construction companies, like hauling trash, doing demolition. Um, it's just been a huge pivot. And, you know, a lot of people were like, well, where did that experience come from? And it, it all came from, you know, just previous jobs we've had. Um, luckily we were very attentive at those jobs and we weren't just, you know, they're collecting a paycheck. So we knew what to do when it came time to figure out how we're going to make it succeed. Nice. Yeah. Hey, each job was just learn, grow, see what we could do better, start with the sanitation, maybe go to cleaning, each pivot. Yeah. Great, great pivot. So. Yeah. Nice. So you would probably say that COVID helped your business start off? Or start yeah, grow surprisingly. A yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of companies that didn't do that, and it, it was very unfortunate for a lot of companies, but for us it taught us uh, the very important like lesson of diver- diversifying. So, like, how do we change up our approach so that we're profitable? And it was just like, you know, as people, and obviously we're in Texas. So, like, <laughs> as we <laughs> as we neared um, the middle of this year, pretty much COVID was just a back thought on most, the common person's mind. Um, nobody was that concerned about it. And honestly, we weren't too concerned about it. So, we we're like, okay, what's a good pivot to make? Well, we love the construction industry, um, but obviously we don't have the experience to general contract. We don't have the experience to take on big projects right away. So what are we going to do? Um, well, where are the services we're versed in? Trash hauling, we know how to haul trailers, um, and we know how to work with our hands. So how do we use that? So then we bought a trailer and got straight to work. Um, and then each pivot and each learning opportunity we've had since then has created the other pivots. Um, and then Ethan um, previously had some like sidewalking experience, laying some concrete. Um, and a new guy that's actually coming on on the first, Spencer Patino, he's, um, he's going to head up our GC division because he has a lot of contracting um, experience. So those two expertise put together and experience put together are going to help us push forward in that area. Well, so that's going to be a good combo for y'all. You're going to be, you know, building, doing the general contracting, right. and then also hitting the backside of t- hauling all the other stuff away. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, um, we're starting to become a full circle services company. So, like, we get to start off with the, the sketches. Whether they use, it, use us for the build or not, we can still sketch the home. So we sketch, make plans. If they use somebody else to build, then we can come back in, or we can do the build. But if they use somebody else, we can come back in for various services during the build, the demolition, the trash hauling, and at the end, rough cleaning and final cleaning. So it just all circles around to us at some point. So, you know, we talk to a lot of contractors, and most of the time they'll say, you know, we cover a lot of those things in-house, but then one of the things we mention, they'll say, oh, nobody covers that for us. Can we talk to you? And then we start doing, whether it's the most minuscule thing, like one trash haul a week. But then our faithfulness through getting each one done leads to 
to the other greatness. So like it leads to other things we can do for them. Um, so that's just how it's been um, ever since day one, really. Just whatever area we can serve in, let's move to the next. Nice. If we start collecting crumbs, we'll do that. And if we can get a slice of the cake, we'll get a slice of the cake. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a good mindset to have rather than be like, oh, I'm not getting any of it. I'm just going to pass up on this. But right. yeah, like you said, it's a delicious cake, man. You got to have oh. some piece mm-hmm. of it. Right, right. But I also know y'all did, um, y'all doing, was it disaster relief in Kentucky? So how did how did y'all dive into that? Because I know that's probably a, a huge need. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, really, we just saw the problem arise. And um, I think me and Ethan put our heads together and we we're just kind of thinking that they needed help. Um, and I, I've been through a couple of disasters with previous companies I've worked for here. I mean, we had Harvey and the freeze. The freeze honestly was a huge disaster for a lot of people in the Houston area. Um, and to see the amount of um, pain that a lot of people went through just here, I could only imagine what it was like seeing over 10 tornadoes in one night in the same area. So it was like, I. and then when we went up there, it was a whole different environment. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. There was nothing left i mean there was literally a water tower mangled yeah it looked like a spam can that someone just like crumbled and then like threw 100 yards away yeah wow like trees from other streets in this street and like you couldn't even tell what was what a roof in a parking lot just sitting there just slabs that's it and i guess the weird part for me is i didn't even hear about these like tornadoes like the first time i heard about it was for y'all a lot of people didn't happen in the night yeah wow Actually, while we were there, we were we were so fresh on the scene, not even the president came yet. Biden came on the second day we were there. Mm. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. crazy. It was just it was a whole different whole different environment. Really quiet. Nobody was really around. For me and Caesar, I think uh, as Christian, we're both Christian men, so like there was somewhat of a a, a calling or mm-hmm. a, a a chance to serve that we saw that we wanted to take too. Right. Whether if it was, it didn't matter if it was paid or not. We just wanted to go up there. We had the trailer. We have equipment we have anything we need to yeah. go and help so we took that as an opportunity to mm-hmm. go serve too exactly nice. i mean you, you saw it like a in a small scale like us you know it was just two of us going up there clearing brush cutting down trees all that good stuff um, but you saw it in a large scale as well like when we first got there the first people we saw was a, a, a lot of people are familiar with the company surf pro um i mean i used to be i used to work for a competitor of theirs so i was like i was always like oh let's beat surf pro but then i was there and I saw them there, just like, I mean, two full-on semi-trailers, an unbelievable crew of men, and all of them were getting started on work without any, like, proof they were getting paid. Like, they were just getting started, just getting straight to work. And it was, like, really encouraging to see, just seeing a whole company like that dedicated to, like, they had the resources to help, and they used it right away, not even, like, waiting for someone to say, hey, we'll pay you to do this. They just did it right away. Um, so it was really cool to see stuff like that happening. Um, but it was always also really discouraging seeing, you know, some other uh, smaller roofers and stuff move in. Um, definitely storm chasing. Um, just you can see them collecting checks. People have no idea what to do. They're just giving them money to hopefully fix their roof or something, you know. And it's just like there's there were so many other problems to focus on. Like, hey, all your siding's missing. Half your house is gone. But it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, all they're concerned. They, they're just in such shell shock that they don't know what to do. I feel like that's the wrong time to exercise your like commerce. It's the wrong time. It's the wrong time to obtain clientele, but it's a good time to help. Yeah. So that's what we were there to do. Yeah. And I guess it's going to be tough trying to differ between the two companies. Those that are kind of like just sharks swimming for the minnows. And then those who are actually there genuine to serve. Right. As the 
you know, the company that's coming in saying, hey, I want to help. How do y'all interact with somebody who's a little discouraged because they've been burned in the past? That's a, it's really tough to deal with. I'll, I'll tell you that right off the bat. Um, you just automatically get hit with objections. All you hear is I got burned by someone else just like you. And it's like, I'm really sorry to hear that, but we're not just like them. You know, we're very different. We may be performing the same line of service, but it's different. We're different. Um, but it's hard to, to convince someone, someone of that whenever their view of that service is that they're going to get burned. So it's a huge problem that realistically you don't end up on top most of the time. Um, but you just, you, I mean, really you just have to wait for them to settle on their objections. If, they, if they're not, they not going to change their opinion towards it, you can't do anything to make them, obviously. Um, so that's one of those things you really just sit through. It's one of the very rare things that you sit through mm-hmm. instead of um, finding a way to provoke thought. You just want to sit on it because the more you provoke thought, the more they think you're trying to get them into a, a position that they're getting taken advantage of. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's tough, especially in the mindset that they're in after a disaster. You're like, I just want my home back. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably what everyone's thinking is yeah. they're not trying to weed out the wolves or just just want my home back. So yep. that's awesome that y'all are able to go up there and you know help out with that. It, right. And if people who are listening to this want to help y'all, because are y'all still participating yes. in that? Or? So um, we are still participating. We're collecting supplies. Um, so if anybody wants to drop off water, canned food, um, blankets, those kind of things. Um, to our office they can obviously come and and um, we can take those materials up on our next trip um however our gofundme page is also still up and that's another good way to help us um do the physical labor on site um because we want to be able to deliver those donated materials and also work for those people um and a good way to do that is to uh, to donate to the cause because we've we've put a lot of, of work into it and um a lot of it has just been donation on our end i mean but the people who have helped us so far and hopefully will help us would be great. Um, help us keep pushing forward, help us on another trip, you know? Nice. And I'm sure y'all probably have some information on y'all's Instagram. We do, um, at EcoShield Texas. Um, okay. They could uh, go there and uh, the link should still be up. If it's not, I'll make sure it's there, but yeah. Okay, nice. So just backtracking a little bit, because that's, that's a great subject. I feel like we could sit on that for a while. Yeah. Um, how did y'all, I think y'all might've said this, but how did y'all get started with EcoShield, because you're just about to celebrate your one year come February. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a, a good story. Um, so the first part kind of immediately starts out with me, and then it goes to Ethan. So we'll, we'll kind of start where we're at right here. So um, I was working for a water mitigation company in Conroe, um, and I was running the night shift. I was the night shift um, manager. And so I had it was just me and another guy. So we were just installing um, jobs wherever pipes bursted or if you had a flood in your home, your toilet overflowed, that's the kind of thing. We would come in, rip out the sheetrock, take the insulation, all the damaged materials, and it would be like an insurance claim, all that kind of stuff. But um, Ethan came in on a ride-along um, from, and I had never met him before, but he's a, I have a mutual friend, Dylan, that uh, he uh, met me through. And so Dylan told me, like, hey, dude, my, uh, my friend Ethan, he's coming down from San Marcos. Uh, he's wanting to get engaged soon. Can you hook him up with a job? And I was like, yeah, just tell him to apply it and trust it, and I'll tell them that if some guy named Ethan Quigley comes through the pipeline, just put him on a ride along with me. So they did, and that was my first time meeting him. So he pulls up 
to the office and we take off for the night on his ride along. I'm like, oh, he's doing great. You know, he wants to do dry logs already. Um, documentation, like he's pretty helpful, really nice. And uh, we're getting along. So I was like, okay, let's, let's hire him. And then they're like, you know, he's a, uh, he's a little shy. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, I think that, I think that reflects respect. And they're like, oh, we don't know. We only have like one hire left for the year, blah, blah, blah. That ticked me off pretty bad. And then, um, I was in Dallas spending the weekend with my, with my parents and, um, with my wife. And, uh, I called Ethan and I was like, Hey, I have this idea. <laughs> uh, it's called EcoShield Texas. Um, you know, I want to do something like sanitation, cleaning, um, especially in these times we're in, like, are you interested? And he was like, and he had already figured out that he didn't get the job and trusted. So he was just kind of like, yeah, man, whatever. And I wasn't expecting that. He has no idea who I am. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so I'm just like, Hey bro, you down? Like, you're just gonna be you and me. Um, you, you good with that? And he's like, okay, I'll see you on Monday. So he saw me on Monday and then, uh, eventually I, I had quit and came on full time with EcoShield like a couple of weeks later, but that's kind of where I'm going to toss the perspective of him over to him. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah I, came, I came down from San Marcos, that a job, looking for one. Caesar hit me up, gave, gave that offer, put it on the table, and I, I had my walls up at first. You know, n- new company, startup, getting married, but I trusted him. You know, our ride along was really great, and through the mutual friends, I knew what kind of guy Caesar was. So it worked out, and I really didn't know at first – fully what we were going to be doing I just knew it was going to be one of those things where it's going to grow how it grows and uh, I stuck to it and uh, it was fun I mean going from I, I did Domino's so I was delivering pizza before I met okay. Caesar <laughs> so coming back and, and having a desk I mean sharing a desk <laughs> and uh, and then getting into our first office down uh, down the road it was it was really cool and it showed me um, where to go with the company from there, how, how, how we can expect growth, how can we keep making pivots, how can we grow, or hiring our first employee. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was my sister, but still, it was, it was insane. <laughs> it just like, felt yeah, cool. We're yeah. growing, you know, yeah. getting those first jobs. It, it, was, it took a while to get the, that first job. A lot of it was marketing, trying to get out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot of office work at first. We would walk flyers every day. At the end of every day, we just oh, walk wow. flyers. Hopefully we'd catch one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we, we went from there. Um, but I, I remember just thinking to myself, like, he, like, why do you trust me? Like, I was like, I was super surprised. I was like, you don't even know who I am, but like, you're willing to take the jump, which I thought was really cool. But it was always lingering in the back of my mind, like, cool. Like you jumped on, took the chance. Um, and you know, the way I think about it is like, obviously business, businesses come and go. And like, obviously you want yours to last. Right. Um, but the reality is that we're both 21 and it's like, we're going to go for it as hard as we can. And if we really needed to, um, you know, we could scale back from where we're at and, and make it work. But, like, I, I enjoy employing people. I enjoy having people that can come to work for us and, and be happy with their job. And we're so diversified that they can do different things every day um, and be good at it, you know, because of the training. Um, but in the end, I really want I, – I really do think it will work out. I believe in, in our system. I believe in our plan. Um, but – also, the, the flip side of that is, like, I have nothing to lose, you know? In the end, we're, we're gaining an insane amount of experience from this, and we're young. Um, if things didn't work out, I would be hard-pressed to think that we wouldn't find an opportunity elsewhere. I mean, it, we're, we're being equipped in so many ways that we never thought we would. Right. We figured out things that we didn't think were even 
facets of business. Just the sm- the smallest things um, from what's a tax liability and like mm-hmm. what's <laughs> like <laughs> like how do I get general liability insurance? Is that better than like a like errors and omissions, like all the different categories that you can even search in aspects of business, we've had to figure out, and it's been crazy getting that experience. Hmm. And I think that's legitimately putting us in the roles we're in today. It's like, as much as you, owning a business, as much as like you can call yourself a CEO or as much as you can call yourself a COO, you're not really those positions unless you're operating like those are your positions. Hmm. So it's like getting the experience to be able to operate like that is what's made it amazing because like I could hire I could hire like a ton of like a couple of accountants and contract some uh, business consultants to teach me how to do things their way or I could figure out how I want to do it our way mm-hmm. and figuring it out has have definitely um, given us an advantageous uh, edge and we're still growing we're still yep growing in that kind of way it's yep. it's fun it's fun stuff being 21 and Getting the knowledge I know now at such a young age, I thought I wouldn't be this. I'm still not very well versed in the business world, but I'm still learning. But I still didn't think I'd be this knowledgeable at my age right now. Hmm. I thought I was still going to get one of those starter jobs and work my way up, you know. But I'm at a place that I'd much rather be than working for a big man trying to get by, you know. Yeah, yeah, Hmm. having to report to somebody or report to yourself. (laughs) I mean, I think that's... That's uh, like y'all are probably a force to be reckoned with. I'm I'm gonna say because a lot of people, yeah. especially y'all, both 21. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I forgot to say that in the intro, but I think that's a huge thing to bring up. Right. So you're only 21. You're right. running your business. You were just talking about getting health insurance, liability insurance, you know, stuff right. like that. Where I'm sure a lot of people when they jump into that and they see all that, they probably get really discouraged. Right. I know. Like I've I've tried doing some things on my own where I I start diving in i see all the hoops i gotta go through and i'm mm-hmm. kind of like okay this yeah, is a lot yeah. of work but you know let's keep going and i'm sure some people are just like nope i'm good let's you know they prefer to just go clock in somewhere and clock out and yep. all the responsibilities on them yeah and for us it's just been like strong pushing on like we've had so many other objections outside of that like how do we deal with financing our vehicles like or like because we use them for work but it's like you know we don't have aged commercial loan lines so it's like what do we do then and it's like we figured out ways to be guarantors and we figured out okay if we talk to the right people it's better if you finance in your local region or maybe if it's, it maybe it's even better if you finance like on bigger ag stuff and it's like you learn so much mm-hmm. just by figuring it out like you you're there in the moment and someone tells you and you're like oh what does that mean and then they tell you you're like oh snap that's what that means yeah. it's like i didn't even know i could do that you yeah know? <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. like all right and like sometimes it sounds, sometimes it feels um, fake or like it's just surreal. Like it kind of hits me every once in a while. It's like I'll stand outside the office. And I'm like, oh wow, we've pushed a good ways, you know. You know, it's it's been a year and we've pushed really far. And you know, sometimes it's I look, I we have a tougher day maybe business wise, and you know, we'll have a conversation. And at the end of every conversation, it it almost. Actually, I shouldn't say almost. It has never ended in us being discouraged. Like, no matter how discouraged we are in the moment, we start looking back at where we came from. We're like, whoa. Wow. (laughs) You know? It's like we've we've pushed a long ways. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, it's motivating when we get those moments. 
Yep. Well, I'm sure it's nice to have each other to kind of rely on. Yep. You know, it's like, I know in a marriage, it's nice to have your wife to kind of rely on. Not saying y'all yeah. are like married couple, but <laughs> yeah. it's always r- comfortable to have somebody be like, okay, we're going through this together. Yeah, so. business partner, yeah. That's awesome. Well, we're going to start wrapping this up. I'm going to finish with one question. It's, um, so, well, I guess we got two, but what's probably the hardest lesson y'all had to learn in EcoShield? Hmm. Those answers are probably different for both of us. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess like uh, in our in our line of business, we get contracted for a lot of our services. So like a big contractor will use us for whatever service, demolition, cleaning, blah blah. Um, well, when we first got started out, the first lesson we learned right away was that not all the contractors appreciate the services they hire us for. Mm. Sometimes they just do it because they need to in order to be able to close out a job. Um, and we experienced that pretty quick right out the gate right. that no matter how hard or how it was very discouraging. It's like no matter how well we did or how like hard we worked to serve that person, to serve that contractor, they they just didn't really care. They just mm-hmm. they were like, OK, whatever. Um, you guys missed this little area or, you know, you guys took too long or I think you guys just this wasn't worth it. And it's like to us, it's like, wow. And then, but then you turn around and work for another contractor and they think you're, you're the best. I mean, you'll talk to them afterwards and you're like, this is the best job I've ever seen. You guys did amazing. And like, that feels great. And it's great to have those words of affirmation. But the hardest lesson is, is staying encouraged and staying, um, yeah, just staying encouraged during the times where you just don't feel appreciated or there are, there is no affirmation. Um, that was the hardest lesson for, for me personally coming out the gate. Yeah, another lesson I think we we learned too is there was a, a point where EcoShield was was pretty busy on all ends, and it might have been when we were in Kentucky. Mm, um, yeah. But uh, we we have a, a pretty big account that we're always trying to help out with, and uh, we we do trash hauls for them uh, with our trailer. And this particular day, everyone was out and busy; no one could grab the trailer, so we decided, hey, we're gonna sub this guy out to y'all. He looks pretty reliable. He's going to come up, get the thing done. Well, he did the first job, and I mean, besides, like, one little hiccup that happened with him personally, but it was it was all good. So we're like, hey, man, we have another job for you to do too. But he never showed. Yeah. So and that he, and he kept calling them and saying that he was he was there. He was there, but he wasn't. And it was like yeah. – and then we tried to contact him, and he just ghosted us. And it was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So not everybody's reliable. It's If you can find someone to get that, you know – get your trailer and go do it kind of hold on to them yeah Yeah. all right and uh what's some helpful advice that y'all have for anyone who's interested in starting your own business Hmm. um i would say there's a lot of uh real realistic things to look at um have a business plan like a super 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 thorough one um, cause I think that's one of the things we, we learned coming out the gate is that we didn't have a super mm-hmm. thorough one. I mean, the, all the pivots have been great and that's awesome, but that doesn't work out for every company. Pivots don't work out all the time. Um, so have a business plan, have, have a spontaneous mind, but have a very solid and written, uh, business plan. Um, have resources to do so obviously. Um, and then I would honestly have a business partner. A lot of people take it on on their own. I would not still be here if I didn't have a business partner. I'd be there. There were moments where I was so discouraged, and I got back up because I had a good conversation. 
um, or or he picked up the slack in another area for me. And it's like that that's unbeatable. Have a good business partner, have a good business plan, um, and then have your have your assets in place or a plan to 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 get them before you get started. Check out every option. Do your research, see yep. what's available for you, what's at hand, what what could be best possible way for you to move forward and get those things that you need. Because there's a every time we we've needed something, we've looked at three or four of options before mm-hmm. we made a decision. See what's best. Mm-hmm. Is it worth ec- the extra amount? Is it worth is or is the 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 least amount good to go? Yeah, that's exactly what we did when we came to Newline. We were shopping multiple different uh, warehouse complexes, office warehouse options, and every single one that we looked outside of this, we were like, yeah, it's around the same price, and yeah, it may be closer to my person where I was staying at the time, but none of them were as alive as this, and that's the one thing we were we were we didn't have where we were at previously. Mm-hmm. We were very we were like literally in a place where like a company had gotten sold in. Like everything was still there. It was almost creepy. Like things were still on the whiteboards. <laughs> Their business stuff was still on the desk. It was like weird. Mm-hmm. But the one thing about coming here to the, this new line complex is that it was alive. There are other businesses here that are striving to be bigger. They're striving to be good businesses. Um, and almost every business person I've talked to here is so open to hearing ideas and not only hearing them, but having good input on it too. Um, like, um, even the gym that's next to us, Uproar, like they, I had one conversation with him and I told him he were new here and every single time he can, he sends us like a cleaning referral or someone needs their car detail. He says, yeah, go to those guys. And it's like, every time they come to us, we're like, well, how'd you hear, how'd you hear about us? And they'll <laughs> say like, oh, Stefan. And it's like, what? And it's like, mm-hmm. I've had one conversation with him and he was, and he's so ready to hand us that business because he knows we're there. And it's like that, or like talking to Jeff over at Hebrews, like he's so alive with biz, with business ideas. Um, talking to you, Jordan, you're very encouraging when we talk about business ideas or anything business-wise, you're very encouraging. You're open to hearing about it. And that's something that a lot of places don't have. I can't go up to the leasing office at whatever business complex on Loretta Road and say, hey, what do you think about this? I'll be like, uh, I don't care. <laughs> you know, but here I can talk to anybody about it and they care. Yeah. And that's awesome. There's nothing like this around here. Legitimately, there's nothing like this around here. We looked at every option. It's not anywhere around here. Yeah. But here. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad we were able to fulfill that for y'all. And yeah. we're really happy y'all here. I know a lot of people enjoy y'all. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead <clears throat> and close this out. Uh, this has been Jordan Tucker with our first New Line podcast. So happy to have y'all here. So a really good, entertaining uh, conversation I'd have to say and we could probably go on for another two hours but probably we'll, <laughs> we'll keep this part one closed down for now but oh, anyways appreciate y'all for uh, checking us out thank you all for joining us yes sir